Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 204, entitled Author Support versus Community Support. It was published on Thursday the 5th of November 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and just a few bits and pieces before we begin. We have a Black Friday deals page. I know that lots of people in the WordPress space like to pick up licenses at considerably discounted rates over Black Friday. Well, we're trying to collate a page. It's at wpbuilds.com forward slash black. It's a searchable, filterable list of all the products and services that we find in the WordPress space that have got coupon codes. They are affiliate links, so it does help the podcast out. If you use those links, it would be most appreciated so go over and bookmark wpbuilds.com forward slash black as your one resource for all the wordpress deals during black friday if you'd like to keep in touch with what we do at WP Builds, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. You can join our Facebook group, YouTube channel, join our email lists over there as well and keep in touch with all the content that we put out. I would also like to say that over the last weekend, I've decided to cease doing the audio version of the WP Builds weekly WordPress news, simply because it was taking up rather a lot of time, largely on a Sunday night when I wished to spend time with my family. So I hope that you understand. I'm keeping the, the sort of text version going, but the audio version is dropping for now. But fear not, I'm going to be repurposing the live version, which we do every Monday at 2pm UK time. That can be found at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. So I'll be repurposing that, if you like, as the, the same content. I'm going to strip the audio out and push that out instead. So I hope that's okay. One last thing, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise if you would like to get your product or service in front of a WordPress-specific audience. A bit like these guys have done. Alpha Hosting. Is your website ready for Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Alpha Hosting's cloud hosting plans include four times the resources of their competitors. Plus, you can upgrade and downgrade your package at any time. Get 50% off your first three months of service by going to alphahosting.com forward slash WPBuilds. And AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress Block Editor. You can check it out at absplittest.com where you can get a free demo. Okay, what's this one all about? This is episode 204, Author Support versus Community Support. It was kind of inspired by a WP Tavern article, which went into the whole conundrum of where do we actually get support? If we paid for a plugin, can we go to WordPress.org? Do some people accidentally go to WordPress.org expecting free support for something that they've paid for? Should you get any support for something that you've paid for? Or should you go through the premium tier support level, which is usually what you're in fact paying for? Anyway, David, and I debate this. I take on one side, he takes on the other. As usual, it's a fun debate and I hope that you enjoy it. 
Hello, today's debate is author support versus community support. And we're talking author support in terms of plugins and themes in WordPress. So this debate really was prompted by a WP Tavern article regarding what could be done in the WordPress org forum to see that support isn't being given there for premium versions of plugins, which are not part of the repository. But we thought this is one that we could turn into a bit of a debate because it's, it's really, there's a lot of complexity, I think, to this one. We've just been ranting, haven't we, Nathan, for about an hour before this. Yeah, there really is no solution here. And, and I think... I think to say that we're going to have a debate is really a misnomer because I think both of us will flip and flop both ways because it turns out there's so much controversy in here and so many things that it's easy to go wrong, targets that have been missed, pitfalls to be identified and fallen into, and it's just fraught with problems. And, you know, I guess the WordPress ecosystem has only got itself to blame in that we have a, a thriving premium plugin market which is probably the reason that WordPress is as successful as, as it is because, you know, you can pay a modest amount of money and get get your free CMS to do extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to know, you know, where do you turn to support, to get support for, for those things when they go wrong? You know, if there's a free version, do you, do you go to the support channel that the pro version uses? And if you're on the pro version, but you feel it's a version that's in free, the free version, do you go to... WordPress.org to get some community spot. It's just a nightmare. Yeah, and I think you know things have changed in the world. More people are believing that they can build their own websites and expect more, you know, because of page builders now. And you know, in the earlier days, it was simple. It was you know, blogging platform with only a few people would be into publishing. And I don't know. And the plugins do so much more, don't they? Page builders. I mean, trying to support a page builder, you're not really just supporting a plugin like a simple one task plugin, you know, it incorporates so much more. So there's a need, isn't there, for both community support and author support. So we didn't even decide how we're going to do, which one we're going to argue for. So we we can decide now. Honestly, it's totally up to you. I don't really mind. I could honestly, I'd sit either side of this fence. (laughs) Okay. Let's, I'll go for the first one that's here, author support. So I'll argue just a few of the points why, you know, people should go to the authors. And, that, and that's effectively, isn't it, what um, the team uh, on the repository really need people to go for author support if it's premium to help their load. Don't yeah. They? And so when, you finish, advan- when you finish saying your pieces, I will also chip in and say why I think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine, because I'm going to do the same with community. Um so really, I mean, the first thing is that, I mean, if you go to the authors, you're not going to, you're going to avoid the kind of dodgy advice that you can get from community members. So there'll be people like you and I who like to talk a bit, but we might not necessarily have all the knowledge right. <laughs> that we need to. And I think there's a general thing. If you, if you look to the community for support these days, generally that does turn into uh, a kind of place where you're likely just to be told where you can go and buy another product. It's become an area where, you know, a lot of people who make their living out of selling affiliates will be involved in those communities where perhaps, you know, if you went to the author originally, you might just get a useful bit of code instead rather than having to buy another plugin to to make the plugin that you've already got work better. Um, I think also the 
one of the arguments for author support has to be the fact that this is really how premium authors are going to make their money. I mean, it's GPL at the licenses, so we've really only got support along with easy access to updates that will provide somebody with a living. So mm. how will WordPress grow if no one can make a business from it? So it's kind of one of the reasons for, I think, uh, author support. That's why it's kind of important. And one last point I think I've probably got to make is uh, I think it, there's often another debate within this one about could we skip out the support and just get... I, I'm one of these people on some plugins. I thought, can I can I just have the updates and not the support, please? But I actually think that's probably a bit of a mistake and I'm kind of for author support being around and paying proper money for this because mm-hmm. I think as plugins become more complex, we need to support those plugin authors. But also, I think we could just get better value support for that. So I don't think everything should go over to community for support. Mm. Mm. Yeah, when you, it's interesting you said that. Do you think there should, because usually with the, with the things that are in the WordPress repo, if you buy the premium version, what you are essentially buying is updates and mm-hmm. support. But you were saying that in your case, because, because it's your living to, to spend your time tinkering with WordPress. You, you've, you've got a very high understanding. I mean, obviously, mm. both of us wouldn't claim uh, great knowledge, but you've got a better understanding than most people uh, who are just sort of using WordPress to create content, mm. let's say. You, you would pay for a tier possibly where the support were not included and you had to figure out your own problem um, differently to support an update. So there'd be the free tier, the... Mm updates tier and the support and updates tier so the the support only version sorry the updates only version would be cheaper than the support Mm. and updates version i don't think i've seen that model but it strikes me that that could be quite effective especially for people who you know if you've got a plugin where support is a bit of a burden and you wish you could separate the cost of that out and if you could i don't know um defer that cost to somebody else who is on who you essentially you create a support team and the money from the support part of that package goes towards them i've never seen Mm. that being used but i'd be interested in that as well but in some ways you do get uh, if you like um tiers which haven't costed for support so you you get i remember formidable forms when they came out they did a lifetime updates without the support so that was their lifetime deal you got support for the first year and then after that there's a few of those i think okay and and i think also maybe if you take something like astra theme as well or their packages as well they they do offer the lifetime support but really with a with a lifetime deal what could you possibly expect from that without a subscription? Mm. And so in my, my view, the, I think author support is a really valuable thing. And I think it needs to be funded quite well, because I think certainly if you do it as a business, at some point you will need it. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's just toss this one around some more. So we're still with author support. In mm-hmm. terms of your expectations, if you go to the uh, wordpress.org repository repository, and you pick up Mm. a plugin and it it literally costs you nothing. Do Mm. you have any expectation of support? I mean, literally, is is your expectation completely zero? In other words, if this works out, great. If it doesn't Mm. work out, 
I am on my own because that's all I can expect for something for free. Because I kind of think that's where I sit. I think that yeah. although it would be lovely to get some support, I kind of feel that it's not okay for me to think, well, please, will somebody reach out and help me, whether that's the author or the um, you know, or the community at large or just somebody else. I don't have an expectation. I'm very glad when it comes my way but I, I, I'm not going to like throw stones at the at the, the plugin author because they haven't got the time in their busy lives to support this thing which they've written and kindly given away for nothing. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much the same. Well, at mm. least I hope I behave that way. I mean, I've, I've gone a couple of times to some free plugins that are always free. There's no commercial element to them about support there. And I've tried to be kind of kind because I realized that they're, they're just doing me a favor. There's, they want nothing right. from me and they've right. got nothing from me. I do view the free plugins that are freemium offers where their organization is making a profit. So if I'm a free user of them, I kind of think I would expect some support because they, I would think they should be providing that support because they want to potentially gain me as a paying customer down the line so i will have a different expectation on freemium models yeah that's a very useful point and one that i didn't make and i probably should have done yeah that is a good point and and we've all been there right we've been we've included in our websites the plugins where it's pretty obvious that this is Mm. a side project which isn't done just for philanthropic reasons it's not dropped in the repository just so that everybody can benefit you know it's done so that they can hopefully um, whether that's through sort of, you know, hobbled features or just a, a really nice suite of features in the pro version. They're trying to get you towards uh, the paying model. And yeah, I think that's true. I think you would have some sort of expectation. It's interesting. Recently, I've seen something that I'd not seen before, but I'm sure it's not new. I've just not caught sight of it. I believe it was yesterday for the first time I saw somebody who, now where was it? It was probably Facebook, a Facebook group or something like that. Somebody who was a plugin developer who said, essentially, I've been doing this for years now. I've been giving it away. I've got no expectation, but here's here's a donation system for you all. And if you hmm. feel that you have gained value from what I have provided, feel free to donate. Now, my guess is that that model will constrain quite considerably how much is earned from it. But it did hmm. feel like a like an interesting halfway house, you know, I've given loads of value. I'm really not expecting you to pay anything. But should you have benefited and should you have, you know, a a kind streak in you a mile wide, then hit this button and give me some money. I thought that was quite novel. Yeah, but there's been donations have always been there, I think, in free plugins. And I have to admit, I think I've a couple of times I have. Um, uh, and it's not because somebody said it, it's just that I've had that moment where I felt bad about the fact that I generally don't do it. But there were tons of plugins and, and tons of plugin authors who have done great work, people like Jeff Starr oh, with yeah. loads of plugins. Yeah. Like it. Uh, and, I, and I've just given them nothing. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And, I just, I, and I'm pretty sure that um, you know, the vast majority, 90 plus percent of people, just won't give anything. So you know, it's a shame. Okay, the world so, should be better, shouldn't it? Yeah. So, in terms of author support, then, would you say that um, if a plugin has a premium tier, yeah, all support should go through that premium tier? In other words, even if you've got the free version, it should be the support responsibility of their team, their sales team, whatever it is, you know, or the plugin yeah. author themselves, if they're just an individual, it should be their responsibility in all and every case. 
be- yeah. simply because there is an opportunity for them to to advertise, if you like, their their premium offering and hopefully get people to upgrade through well one of the things is just good support right okay i feel you've done brilliantly with with something i didn't have an expectation you fixed it you've given me some code you've updated the plugin whatever um and so all support must go through the the premium tier and if if that's the case how on earth do you even advertise that fact yeah i i don't know in terms of the repository but that does sound like an ideal way of doing things, mm. particularly with freemium model. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, if you do have a you know, a paid version, then you should be able to support those people. But then, uh, I think it <laughs> it will lose something as well because there's one thing about the repository as it stands, which is why I, I in a way, I don't understand the issue that was talked about with uh, WP Tavern. I know they have a support team. But I've always seen the people who work in the repository as moderators, not people who offer support. Mm. One advantage of the system, as I see it as it is, and why I don't think it's such an issue, is that if a freemium supplier doesn't support their free tier in the WordPress repository, we can see that. Yeah. And there's a place where we can see it, where if all of the support, free and premium, has to go off the repository then we no longer get to see whether these people actually support people. Well, that's a good point. You don't get to advertise your due diligence because you're not putting your head above the parapet and answering all the questions and therefore demonstrating. Yeah. So in effect, you're, you're stymieing your ability to, to advertise yourself. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. The other, the other sort of slight issue with, with this as well is that some plugin authors, literally, they build something and then they kind of leave it alone you know they're not interested in it again but that doesn't yeah. stop the plugin from having great utility um it may be that there's a plugin which will stand the test of time you know it'll go through multiple updates of wordpress core and just still work it'll do one thing very yeah. simply and it just doesn't need a support network in fact so much so that the plugin author just rarely checks back it's just this thing i released it to the community if you want to use it fine i'm not going to do anything else with it i've got no intention i've moved on i'm not even using wordpress anymore yeah it's a difficult one yeah definitely there's some great plugins like that and do you know there's one pl- it's just come to mind there's one plugin out there which is a little bit different to the freemium model that i was thinking of mm. where it should all go there's table press fantastic right. plugin right um and it, it's supported by a single author who's done a really exceptional job of answering yep. people's questions in there but he does have a very very small pro add-on but it's mm-hmm. only just something to add responsiveness and he charges virtually nothing for it so according to our little rules that we set up which might work he would be unfairly treated i think yes generally from that because he's not making he must be making a, a very small amount of money from people yes. who buy this upgrade and don't really need it with a bit of css and you don't need it right it's, so it's just uh, it's more philanthropy really he's just yeah. pro- he's gone and built this extra thing which there was a, a small chance some people might pay for and he priced it very modestly yeah i mean ev- everything about that screams philanthropy doesn't it it, it just says yeah. i'm not in it for the money um and you've got to treat them accordingly and that's of course where the problems lie is that you have no idea the provenance or the the situation that the plugin author is in um mm. and so i guess that probably it's time that i took it from the community angle so yes one of the things 
I suspect that many people hang around in WordPress.org, you know, support and so on is is just the the sort of community aspect. You know, it's not just about um, getting the question answered in a timely manner. Sometimes it's about, well, meeting people and having a bit of a community around things and meeting people who are also using that plugin. And there's turns out there's like 50 of you in the WordPress world that are all using this plugin. And together you form your own little sub-community and reply to one another's comments and, and help each other out. And so having that free, freely available support forum, if you like, enables users to help one another and although it would be ideal if you know the the support team could fix every problem that's not really what it's for it's more of a community everybody chip in everybody help and that may be for the premium version as well you know it might be that you put in a support ticket to the paid tier but you also on the off chance you just stick it in to the the .org and somebody pops up within a couple of minutes saying ah oh, do you know what i fixed that last year i've i've got the exact answer for you so there is a place for the community just from that point of view you know it's like the hive mind and it and enables mm. more people to get their their head on it and we've all had bad experiences with paid support you know you send your support mm. ticket in the promise is 24 hours, 48 hours, and a week later you're still scratching your head wondering what on earth's happened to it. And maybe this is short-circuiting that. You can just achieve the same goal, um, but with the help of other people in the community. Mm. Can I ask you a question? Mm. I didn't ask you this earlier. Mm. Do you think on balance, when you've needed support, do you think you've generally got more better support from community or from plug-in authors? Good grief. That's a hard question. Okay. What I would say is, generally speaking, I've got more generic answers from the community. And I felt that I can ask specific questions of support. Um, right. So I may ask the same question, but I, I, I imagine, yeah, I think this is true for me. The The support I've got from the community is more generic. Like, have you tried this? Have you tried this? What about this alternative plugin or this, you know, that kind of thing? Look, here's a mm. here's a bunch of articles. Go and take a look at those. That that's the tenor of what I've received. Whereas with support, I feel that I can then if if they give me a generic answer, I can then go back to them and say, No, 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 that hasn't addressed it. It's this specific thing. Can I have an answer to this specific thing? And I have an expectation from that. Like I would never in a support scenario a, sorry, a community support scenario, turn around and berate somebody for the answer. I'm just thankful that anybody bothered. Whereas <laughs> if support that I'm paying for comes through with a generic answer, I feel entitled to go back and say, no, no, really, that's not it. That's not answered my question. Mm. <laughs> You've been there. Let's be honest. We've all mm. been there. <laughs> the person that literally didn't read your support ticket and has just copy pasted something which they felt answered it. And it's like, did you even read what I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you that's, think, that's uh, it. Mm. I'm, I'm leading you off your point, but actually I suppose it's in mine, but it, it's arguing the community side because there is a lot of that. It, it drives me crazy. I hate really going to official support always because some of it's good, but really over time, you know, perhaps when a plugin's new and the people who created it are there supporting it directly and they're really keen, they they 
get the gist of it. Then they have to employ people who do it and they're working to kind of quotas to make sure that they respond right. at a certain time. So I think sometimes these not reading your questions just because they want to show that they've answered and completed, you know, actually responded to you in time. So oh, I'm, I think, I'm 100% convinced that that's the case because so yeah. many times they've missed the target by, like they haven't even fired the arrow. You know, <laughs> the arrow's fallen at their feet. You know, it's just like, no, no, really? you must have been there right where you put a very specific carefully thought through support ticket in where you've answered every you've you know you've tried to think of every conceivable thing that they could come back with saying could you could you just tell me so you know you've given them the php version you've given them the the wordpress version you've gone to the extra length of taking screenshots and then you just get something back which feels like okay they saw that word in the first sentence they think this is the answer it's like oh please and you have to just squash your uh, rising rising tide of anger <laughs> yeah and, and uh, you know there's usually within large organizations you need to support there's usually tiers of support levels so somebody mm. tries to deal with it the, yes. the first defense against it yes. they tend to they to frustrate and you have to wait until you've gone up three levels or something until you you get the thing that you put in your very first email so yes. you actually gets it yeah, yeah. What, one of the one of the more recent innovations you know i mean it's not that recent but it is within the last five years or something is the the sort of chat widget which is ubiquitous you know we've seen them. Yeah. intercom seems to be the, the winning platform for this that that i just find fabulous there's just so lot you know i mean you can tell when they've read it you can tell when they've yeah. seen it. You can um, you can see when they're typing. You know that they're engaged, and and I feel that's such a great mechanism for support. You know, it's it's like halfway almost between phone support and and um, like email based support, and I I just find that really really useful. I love that, and it, it really gives me a sense of engagement. And I I very often get the impression that there is a team behind that. And it doesn't annoy me at all when when such and such a person who's obviously the front line trying to mop up the, the let's say the, the easier tasks tells me, look, I, I I'm gonna have to put this one to support or you know to tech support or whatever it is. In other words, I'm gonna have to escalate it because I feel that at least I've been answered. Whereas if I wait for two days, get an email which tells me it'll go to tech support. At that point, I'm tearing my hair out a bit and thinking that's gone in the bin, hasn't it? <laughs> mind you you say this about chat and i was on uh, i won't mention who they are this yeah. in fact they're not actually directly wordpress um but uh, this is somebody who when i bought what their service um i got the most wonderful experience with support somebody genuinely funny and helpful and i went on about another issue that just appeared and uh, <laughs> the person on the chat there was just well you must have done this <laughs> and ah. it's like no that's just how the system works and i was going no no i haven't and this is and, and that was it no that's just how it's gone and he said at the end of it there was the is there anything else i could help you with today and i just wanted to punch them you know <laughs> uh, okay I mean, so the, it's not the panacea i do like it no. but it clearly isn't the panacea yeah that's that's a fair point i'll tell you what though the i i'm imagining that if you're new to wordpress for a start, you're you're going to be really reluctant to. Well, maybe that's not true, but I imagine there's a proportion of people who are new to WordPress who are very reluctant to to spend money because of the 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 plethora of different solutions to the same thing. So let, let's forms is a perfect example. You come to WordPress, 
there are decent, really decent free forms which will achieve a, a fair amount of what you want, certainly a contact form. But you may feel the need to uh, spend some money, but maybe you just want to hang around in the community a bit more and just sort of decide which one of those is the solution for you. And during that time, you might come up against problems. And it must. So for you and I, who have a fairly decent understanding, because this is what we do, you can kind of. You can get a fair degree of information out of the community. You can go into your Facebook groups. You can chat to your friends who know what they're on about. But if you're a if you're a new person to WordPress, there must be a fair degree of real frustration about the way these things worked. And I feel like the community support is a is a fairly decent technique for avoiding that frustration because there's a chance that you'll meet somebody. There's a chance that you'll strike up a friendship. You'll get somebody saying, look, I'm really sorry that you're having this problem. I don't have the solution, but have you tried this person and so on and so forth? And I feel that that support, community support, has to be there for the 80% of WordPress users who just do not know where to go. They're not in the Facebook groups. They're not experienced. They don't want the free tier. They just want to get a bit of help and guidance along the way. And for that, it's brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's one thing that I get out of support, which I don't know if I get out of knowledge base, uh, community support, so I'm back in your case up here, is that I sometimes, through reading... Because it's more engaging, particularly in something like a Facebook group, to read through stuff, then I, I encounter things that people have found or little scripts or something, which may be there on on a official knowledge base. But I, you know, I've come across before I've had the issue, I've discovered something I can do that I didn't know about. So it would have never have gone to support because it's just something I didn't know about. Yeah, this this is the problem, isn't it, with all of this stuff? Is that um, you are sort of creating these little enclaves of knowledge and in a sense Mm. it would be lovely if everything could be you know out in the open and up front so every problem could be visible and googleable i mean the problem with that of course is that you end up with 600 posts which tackle the exact same problem but then again 600 posts that tackle the exact same problem is better than no posts that tackle the exact Mm. same problem (laughs) but you know if everything is locked down behind private support then everybody has to ask that exact same question in order to get the exact same answer, which is just a complete waste of everybody's time. Better to, you know, I mean, and this comes back to the responsibility of plugin authors. You know, if their team discover that 17% of everything that they answer is querying this one problem, probably a good idea to put a knowledge base article or a blog post together to fix it, right? And then everybody's got that problem, but fixed rather. But um we don't have that. We have closed ticketing systems because, for obvious reasons, people want to, don't want to disclose certain information. You know, maybe they don't want to have a history of um, their client mm. websites, URLs, and things like that. You know, good mm. grief! I mean, it would be quite embarrassing if somebody who you were who was paying you to build a website discovered by Google searching their own URL <laughs> that you'd been submitting fairly basic. Um, support requests to plugin authors that would that would not be good um so yeah these little silos create a bit of a problem but it is good that the community is there at least it's searchable indexable it's probably too much of it but yeah yeah well you made one of my points kind of for the author support and something that authors have a problem with as well both Beaver Builder and Gravity Forms and there's some others out there had this issue where they started with their own forum which is there right. by the community answering questions and then they've had to wipe them away because 
it becomes more of a problem because when people yep. search, then they find something which is no longer true for yep. their support yep. because it's it, it's there in SEO, isn't it? And so, uh, yeah, I guess Facebook groups are fine because it generally only features the recent stuff, so maybe not such an issue there. Right, and the Facebook groups are not presumably publicly searchable anyway because there's some sort of barrier to getting Google in there. Good grief, yeah. imagine if Google could get in Facebook groups, what stuff would be indexable? <gasps> Imagine the ire and the, the, the regrettable comments that people had written. It would be, <laughs> be quite something for us to behold. But, yeah, yeah. just really, really interesting, really interesting. D- I, I, I just wish I had an answer to this. I came up with a sort of answer, which you immediately pulled to pieces justifiably, <laughs> in that I thought it might be a nice, a nice compulsion of WordPress to stick in the plugin menu a support ticket button. You know, in other words, if again i'll say it and then you can tear it down um i was thinking that maybe if you have a free tier you 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 know you you just point towards the 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 plugin repository listing for your support um and it's a button and if you want to get support about this plugin press that button it's next to the name of the plugin but then if you've got a pro version then it's incumbent that you change that button by if you like law so that it goes to your support tier, not to the WordPress.org repository. But then you immediately said this. Mm. Yeah, that uh, I didn't want my clients clicking on that button and yeah, exactly. expecting to get support I, I paid for. But uh, you, I mean, there is a solution that you could kind of hide that. But then I just think there's so many problems with that because yep. where would it go in the interface and would all these plugins then have their own support buttons and where would they go? And uh, you know, it seems messy to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really wish there was an answer to this. There's just no, there's just no clear distinction of of where one problem starts and one problem ends. And and a perfect example is is your, like your page builder, which has got multiple bits and pieces and <clears throat> and spinning wheels and cogs and things that that are in the free version. And then there's bits that you add on to that. And if you get the pro version, the paid for version, there are those bits are still in it. But there's mm. also this other stuff which comes along for the ride, which isn't in the free event. So an inexperienced user, they wouldn't have a clue which way to go. Is this is this bit in the free one? I've no idea. I don't have the free one. I've only yep. got the pro one. Must be pro. I'll go to support, or I haven't a clue. So I'll go to the I'll go to the repository, and then you get shouted at because that's in the pro version. Stop wasting our time. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that was one of my issues. But I mean, again, you knocked that one down was the fact that maybe it shouldn't <laughs> be the case that you have pro add-ons to something which is free in the freemium model. So some people have a freemium model, but you have to completely uninstall that and put in the new one, which is, again, itself problematic for the yeah. user. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but I don't know if that would clear up the distinction. What, can I just say one thing that just crossed my mind? I hmm. hadn't thought about it before when you were saying about you won't see inside of the groups in Google, but that is the case with WP Org Forum. So if you're That's a good point. searching through Google, you're going to find really old stuff, aren't you? Which is probably going to be wrong. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't really thought about that, of course, because it's hidden no. behind it. I, I'm so permanently logged into these things. I just go there these days and, you know, I'm just automatically <laughs> logged in on the rare occasion that I clean out the browser entirely. I have a nightmare. Um, yeah, you're right. You are right. And I think that's why things like knowledge bases and so on are really useful. Um, yeah, yeah, really difficult. Just just going back to the point that you were doing a minute ago, do you think a better mm-hmm. structure then is that if you have a 
So let's let's use one plugin that we both use to illustrate this point. So if you are a Beaver Builder Lite user, which is the free version, um, mm-hmm. or you are a one of the paid tiers, there's a couple of those, but let's call it Pro. Um, if you are a Lite user and you want to go to Pro, you don't add in um, the mm-hmm. Pro bits. You've got to uninstall Lite and you've got to install Pro, right? So mm-hmm. they're completely different things whereas if for example you're a generate press user the you don't have to uninstall anything you add in the bits and to, to some extent i feel that the adding in model add-ons so you've got the free version and you put the add-ons on top of it that's much more easy for the end user to understand because you can see exactly what has been gained whereas with the beaver builder model unless you had both running concurrently or had a very good memory you wouldn't really know which ones were the free and which ones were not because they get they get muddled up mm, yeah i mean and probably beaver builder aren't doing themselves a service but then there is history they didn't have the light they didn't have a premium model they had the pro version first and then they added the light to the yeah. repositories that's probably yeah. but they're doing themselves a disservice in a way because most people are going to want to um had Add add-ons because their usage numbers are going to be counted for everybody, free yes. and pro users. Yes, which is going to be yeah, it's going to boost yeah. their standing. So, just from yeah. a usability point of view, it's much. It's just so much easier for me to understand. You know, I can I can tick boxes and I fully, you know, just <clears throat> just from the point of view of marketing, you can really see what you've paid for. You know, support aside, you can see the features that have been added, and you'd be able to ascertain very quickly. I don't know, in the case of Generate Press, I'm experiencing a problem with, with my header. Well, that, that yeah. came along for the ride with the free version. I, I can't remember whether that did or not, but you get the point. You know, you can, you can quickly figure out, oh, okay, that's not the free version. Over we go to the paid support and so on. Um, Maybe. It just works, but clear. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's always so clear, though, is mm. it? You know, if you've got an issue, you know, with a complex page builder and you've added on the pro side of it, you, you're probably not going to know if some of your layouts are going you know screwy you know it's not you can't say well it's it's this particular model module that's in the pro only yeah it's just so i don't think the user's going to know and one of the advantages of the beaver builder model where you have to uninstall it which is an inconvenience you do know then that you are a pro user and probably should only expect to go to pro support so this is a complete mess david it that's, is. That's Just, that's what I've learned from all this. Is it's an absolute mess, and we've only got ourselves to blame. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> uh, One last I, thing. Go on. Go on. No, I just wondered about. Uh, it's of interest to me. Watching support. Do you think, or is it just me getting grouchy as I get older? But <laughs> the expectations on support are, are so much higher than they've ever been. I think unreasonably so. Do you mean in terms of the answer given or the time provide you know the time it takes to respond or maybe a you know an amalgamation <clears throat> of both No I just think the users um what they expect from even you know free um voluntary run organizations on Facebook groups and that I think what people expect to come out of people's help is more than I think y- they should expect and i think also from support i just feel i saw a, a bad review given to somebody who hadn't paid for a pro version of this recently and they thought that they were 
quite clear about their um they thought their uh, they were, had dismal support because they hadn't answered them within hours of their support query going in i remember and I seeing thought, that i remember yeah. seeing that yeah and you see a lot more of that stuff do you think that or is it just me do you think the- well certainly it's not very it's not very kind I'll say mm. that much, but also, it, yeah, that that is peculiar. You know, if something is given away for free, the idea that you could expect support to such an extent that you're willing to go out and write a fairly lengthy and critical piece about the lack of support is mm. just kind of weird. Like, as an example, um, I wouldn't go to, oh, I don't know, I wouldn't go to my local charity shop <laughs> and um, and stand outside at 11 at night complaining that it wasn't open. I want to get something from the charity shop. It ought to be open, and it ought to be it ought to be cheaper than it is because, after all, it's only charity. Well, in effect, that's what it is. You know, charity is a different word. Philanthropy might be better, but as I said earlier, take that anger and put it somewhere else because you've got no right to to be complaining about something which was utterly free. You've got a right to, I suppose, say I would really like it if. But you haven't got a right to slag them off. That just seems churlish. I know. But I just think there's more of it because I think there's a higher mm. expectation on... We were talking about this. This is going a little bit off topic, but it, I guess it's still on the point roughly. But with Gutenberg, how that's quite difficult, how it's difficult for it to get good ratings, which it still hasn't got if you go and look at how yeah. the plugin is rated. It still gets reviews. Still pretty poor. Because, again, it's something that's free out there, but there's a real higher expectation of people coming into WordPress as it's grown bigger and a higher expectation due to things like Wix and Squarespace that you can easily knock up your own website. So I I feel it's on the increase a lot. And I feel also that's what damages the the chances of Gutenberg doing quite well or getting good reviews because it's just an expectation on the support. It's a free plugin. Nobody supports it, you know. Yeah, I I just think the mantra that we have for our Facebook group at the top of the, you know, be polite always, (laughs) just stick to that and you'll be fine. This stuff is is free after all. Speaking of of the repository, though, one thing which I did want to address is the the ability to game the repository. That is one thing that, although it's got nothing to do with support, that is one thing that I've seen time and time again, which kind of irks me, is the, the clear abuse of that, you know, that yeah. that support system, that forum has got limited time to be inspected. And one of the limitations on the time is for the ability to remove spam comments. And we seem yeah. to have a situation at the moment where it's pretty clear that, well, I don't know who's behind it, but somebody is behind the spam creation of hundreds of accounts who are mm-hmm. going and giving out five-star reviews. And there's nobody to police that, sadly. And so it goes rampant. So suddenly you get a plugin which yesterday nobody had heard of, which has got 500 five-star reviews. And you go trawling <laughs> yeah. and you discover that they were all they were all supplied yesterday and every single one of the accounts that supplied them was a day old. And, um, you know, in in the Facebook world, there's probably a lot of well-paid people. I shouldn't say well-paid. I mean, paid people (laughs) sitting at desks trying to weed out this stuff. Well, not so with us, not so with our repository, um, largely run by, you know, the volunteers who haven't got time to go looking for this nonsense. And so these people, whether it's themselves or somebody else, who knows, can't really point the finger, which is another problem. But um, this leads to, you know, more more problems for the whole setup. Yeah, I think that, you know, when it comes to that original debate about 
using up resources well to look after the repository. It did, it did to me feel like that would be a kind of support help not to allow people to game the system. Mm. I think there still must be some sort of way that could do it because when it, when you see it being gamed, it's pretty much the same format, isn't it? It's people yeah. writing their, their first review on a plugin, which you probably wouldn't discover for the you know maybe you wouldn't be worrying about your caching or your seo or your custom fields or whatever i'm just making these up as your first interaction with wordpress right but yet yet these are all first time reviewers with all these and you know their game because they're new accounts and mm. you know it's so you think you would be able to kind of remove those well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? And you'd hope you'd be able to do it in a sort of largely automated process because Facebook's clearly got to the point where they've got to automate a lot of that stuff. And I don't know what the AI mm. is that's doing it. There's probably human interaction as well, but that kind of stuff must be expensive. And our community doesn't have that. It just has to be policed by volunteers. And so I'm just incredibly grateful for, for yeah. anybody who puts in any amount of time to clean this stuff up and provide any kind of support and kudos to any of you that have ever written anything um, of value in reply. I'm most grateful for your contribution. I, I wish I wish that more of us had more time to do it. Yeah. Now, honestly, I, when I look, and particularly when I see bad reviews come in for people who offer plugins uh, for free and have done for a long time, and I, I'm really taken aback by mm. how gracious some people are take that on the chin with the, you know, they're getting nothing out of it. Yeah. And they still try and help those people who clearly are just angry, you know, <laughs> probably nothing to do with websites at all. They're just angry. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I'm stunned by that. And the people as well who give up their time to do this kind of work on the repository is, is, is staggering. Yeah. So we end on a slightly positive note. You know, <laughs> it's a, it, we're very grateful to those people. However, as always, uh, we've arrived at no firm decision. We've, uh, <laughs> We've completely wasted 42 minutes of your life and we apologise greatly for that. But, you know, we'll be back next week for some more. Yeah. <laughs> so shall we knock that one on the head? Indeed. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Always a pleasure chatting to David Wormsley about these things. Who knew there was so much to say about support, whether you should pay for support or whether you should seek it out on WordPress.org. All those lovely volunteers giving their time and helping one another out. It's a wonderful community that we're in. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time? Like in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress Block Editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Don't forget, as I said at the top of the show, the WP Builds Black Friday page is here for your delectation. If you're in the mood for Black Friday deals, go and check it out. If you've got a deal to submit, click the blue Add Your Deal button and we will try to put it on the page. It also does, as I said, support the WP Builds community and the podcast because some of those links are affiliate links and it really does help us out. So I'd be most appreciative if you wanted to use that page, perhaps bookmark it for future reference. We will be back next Thursday for a podcast episode. Don't forget to join us for the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News Live. That's 2pm UK time, wpbuilds.com forward slash live. I'll be joined by some notable WordPress guests as we chat about the weekly news. And stay safe, have a nice week, and I'll fade in some cheesy music. 
Bye-bye for now.